welcome to track number one of Victory in Laodicea. It is a blessing to see all of you. I think I haven't seen some of you for some time. So long that it's almost as if I don't know you. But I believe at this camp, all those who have become unknown will be known. Amen. Well, tonight is the beginning, and um, I want you to notice the theme of the camp, victory in Laodicea. Do you know Laodicea? Laodicea is one of the cities that were written to in the book of Revelation the church in that city. And um, there were different churches, seven of them. This is one, the last one. And there was a special message to everyone. And the message applies to us because every, um, every city had some particular problems. And those problems are in every church to a greater or lesser extent, depending on the time of the church's life. Do you understand? Like you can have pimples when you are 15 years old. At another time, you don't have pimples. At another time, you have rashes or fever or something. Depending on the time of your life. Are you with me? So, Laodicea is the last church with some particular problems. So, we are blessed to be here. And I believe that above all, Something supernatural and spiritual will happen to us. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest. Anytime God chooses you, you are blessed. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest. And causes to approach unto thee. So Canada has been chosen. By the Lord in this time. And causes to approach unto thee. Psalm 65 verse 4. That he may dwell in thy courts. Amen. Amen. And we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. You see, there is goodness in the house of God. Goodness. Goodness. When you come to the house of God, expect goodness. I said expect 
goodness. The goodness of the house, of thy house, even of thy holy temple. Goodness. Something good definitely is happening to you even as you are sitting here. There is is goodness in the house of God and in his temple. So you are blessed whenever God chooses you, causes you to approach him. And you you will be satisfied. You will be satisfied with the goodness that is in his house. Amen. I've been sad as me crying. He has left me satisfied. You'll be satisfied too. And you'll be satisfied with the goodness. So there are good things that you must expect in his house. You see, sometimes the politicians don't understand why people go to church. So what are you getting? During the um, Good Friday in Ghana, we went to the uh, Black Star Square. There are squares. Different countries have squares where you can meet. Trafalgar Square, Tiananmen Square, Black Star Square, and so on. The Black Star Square is the second largest square in the whole world. It's in Ghana. And the, the first largest square in the world is Tiananmen Square in China. Yeah. We have the Kremlin, I mean, the Red Square, or I don't know what it's called. What is it called? In Moscow. There's a square. I've been there. But the Tiananmen Square is the largest. The Black Star Square is the second largest in the world. It's in Ghana. It's very far, big. From the front to the back, it's massive. You drive. And the whole place was filled. So when the president came, the president came to our church. When the president came to church, and he saw the people, he was amazed. So when we were going to the car, he told me, look, I was here on the 6th of March. That is, the 6th of March is an independence day for Ghana. And I couldn't get one-sixth of these people to come to listen to me. shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. And people come to the house of God to be satisfied with goodness. Good things. The goodness of thy house. You should have seen the people coming. Hey! Passes upon passes upon passes of people. They don't use cars to come for such a program. You use cars, but I mean, the car cannot work. Give me. The car cannot easily work. Hey! Bring the cover. Wow. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Canadian coffee. Fantastic. Do you grow coffee in Canada? 
So where is your coffee from? <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> wow. So you see, then, you know, after, this one wasn't at the program. I, I was talking to some people. I said, oh, were you happy to see your president? I said, we are happy to see you. You are happy to see <laughs> People don't, because I, I was happy to see him. I was happy to see a president. Yeah. We're all excited. You know? And it's like, they cannot get them to come. Because they are not coming to a man. They are coming to God. Because God is the God is what we need. You know? And so I love this verse. Is it not a nice verse? It's a beautiful verse. I mean it's it's a World Cup verse. It's, it's a World Cup verse. We shall be satisfied. Yes, we are so, we are okay. See people coming from church, you see that they are okay. When they were coming, they were not okay, but when they are leaving, they are okay. You wonder that, ah, Charlie, why? Or what, what did you get over there? You rather went and you gave offerings, and you are happy. Hey! It's fantastic. Is it fantastic? No, in America, when you say it's fantastic, then they say, they say it's fantastic. Then they sing. They sing the fantastic. Is it wonderful that they sing? It's wonderful. So you have to learn from America, okay? <laughs> Is it fantastic? Is it wonderful? Is it amazing? Uh-huh. That's how it's done. Wow. And they said those, those that's Kansas, Kansas City uh, Church claim that they are the ones who have the copyright for the. It's amazing. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's Kansas City. They say, is it not Kansas City? Grand Rapids. Uh, they they claim that they are the owners. <laughs> Of that copyright, just as lighthouse one branches, lighthouse two branches, Italy claim copyright on that one. <laughs> Amazing, we shall be satisfied. You know, you even wonder why people want to go to church. Yes. That is why building the house of God is a very great project that you can embark on. Building the spiritual house of God is a very great thing that you can do. It's a wise thing to do because people are satisfied when they go there. There is goodness. The goodness of thy house. Goodness of thy house. Because you would have thought that for me to leave medicine and give myself to building the house of God, 
is rather a tragedy, a mistake, a diversion, an unfortunate error. Yes. But rather, I'm giving myself to build something where when people come, they are satisfied with the goodness of thy house and even of thy holy temple. Amen. 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 Is it amazing? Is it fantastic? Is it wonderful? It's it's amazing. This is an amazing, fantastic World Cup scripture. Yeah. Yeah. We shall be satisfied. We shall be satisfied. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. Wow. So, that is all that you are going to have as we have gathered here for a camp meeting in Canada. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of God's house. Goodness. Goodness. Jesus said, if you, being evil, know how to give good gifts, good gifts, good gifts, to your children, how much more will your father give good gifts to you when you ask? You, you know how to give good gifts. Expect good gifts in this come meeting in Jesus' name. Wow. Expect good gifts. God is going to bless you with good, good gifts. So there is, so, so you see, um, in this, our Canadian community, we must embark on a zealous, determined effort to build the house of God. And I want to encourage all of you who are working on videos and what have you to listen to the message because that is how Judas, what happened to Judas, because he was busy. When you're sending him, going here, going here. Before I realized he didn't even get what is happening. Before I realized on one of the trips, he was offered some money. And it just became an unfortunate thing. This is what happens. When I, when I was a musician, look, I, I remember a particular day when they were saying the closing prayer. I turned to my right, I turned to my left. Everybody was winding cables. That's what they do. They don't pray. When we are praying, they don't pray. When they are doing this, they don't do something. They do something else. Almost every single instrumentalist backslided. Yes, all the musicians. They they are not in church after some time. They are all funny. So when you are in the church and you are doing these extra things, you are doing this, you are going up and down, you are helping, you can easily miss. The real things that you should have. And it can affect you. So I'm just saying to all of you guys, God bless you for the extra work you do. We are resting. We are not doing anything. You are working hard. But I'm saying that be careful. And try to always mix 
the two very well. Otherwise, you, you miss out on a lot of things. Because they're up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And then, in the end, yes. I don't see many young people here. You are there? Wow. Are you there? Revelations chapter 3. Now it says, And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increase with goods, and I have need of nothing. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and am set down with my father in his throne. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Amen. Amen. Right. So Laodicea, this is the last church, and um, he's writing to the Laodiceans. Now the Laodiceans are famous for the lukewarm problem. He says, you are not hot, you are not cold. Now, most people don't understand this verse because a lot of people eat lukewarm food. <laughs> yes. So, many people don't understand this verse. But I, I, I have understood it for a long time. Because I hate lukewarm food. I don't eat it. And as I've grown and I have a choice of what to eat and where to eat, you get it? I've been taking my options. <laughs> I don't like lukewarm food at all. The food must be either hot or cold. Mm. And when it's hot, I must see the steam 
coming out of the food. Otherwise, I don't trust the food. The reason is that, you know, when I studied the housefly, Masca Domestica, and I found that it carries gems in four ways. Through the hairs. It has hairs. When it lands on something, it sticks on the hairs. It ingests and then regurgitates whatever through and then on the, how else does it carry? It poops on you what it can. And I think it's, it gives out something unto you. Four ways. Now, those of you who have ever been to the toilet in the forest, the forest, like you had to poo-poo in the forest, forest toilet, in an African setting, one of the amazing things is that as soon as, there's no fly there, as soon as, what do you call it, touches the ground, a fly will come on it. Yeah, you watch it. Try it as an experiment. I know you are Canadians. You are very posh here. Those are the same flies that come to your food. Do you see? And that comes on food that is cold. Not cold, but like it's, it's, it's lukewarm or it's just not really hot. But when it's very hot... Life cannot go on it. And when it stays hot. So sometimes when you see food, it's been hot before. And it's gradually cooled down. And it's somehow warm or not really warm. Or they are serving it exotic. Or they're having dinners and all that. I can't eat it. I can't eat it. So even my wedding. When they had, they had done uh, whatever. I didn't eat even a, a one drop. I just look at it. That's what's in the Bible. It says, I wish, I wish you were either hot or cold. Yeah. But because most of us eat lukewarm things, we don't understand the first. That for somebody who doesn't like lukewarm, it won't happen. It's like you are not, you are me, maybe the nicest, whatever, but there's no heat. And of a certain temperature, it's not, it, 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 will, it will not be eaten. And most of us eat lukewarm food or even unheated food. Yes. Yes. Are you listening? There's, there's more space on this side. Please come all the way here. And there's space in the front, please. We're waiting for you. Come all the way in. Come all the way in. We're waiting. Are you still around? Yes. Yeah. I'm explaining to you that you don't understand the best because of your own life. You've been eating lukewarm food. How many have been eating lukewarm food? Coolly and normally. You can't can't even bother to eat it. Because you can't even bother to eat it because it's like it's work to even eat it. 
And and I don't even I don't eat microwave food. Yeah, we microwave. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it's microwave. It's too magical. You just press, and then it's hot. The heat doesn't look real to me. Yes, steam doesn't come out of it. Hey, it's like chicken without feathers. Magical chicken. So you, 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 you wonder what is God's problem. It's not hot. It's not cold. But it's a little warm. What is the problem? Just take it like that. Are we not Christians? You know? But God is saying, I say I don't like it. But I say, until you meet somebody who doesn't eat warm, lukewarm food, you will not understand. Like me. And I'm, I don't apologize for that. Thank you. I'm following Revelation chapter 3. Yes, I don't like. Yes. Now, you see, once we are serving God, or once we are Christians, you know, people want Christianity to end at, I'm a Christian. It's okay. You know, let's just be. You know, so. That's why somebody said, Brother Dad, take your time. When I was in school, they were always asking me, Take your time. What is the Christianity? We are all Christians. What is the problem? I cannot. What do you mean? I should take my time <laughs> in serving God. I should, cool, I should be cool. How can I be cool when I'm, I'm being more satisfied with the goodness of His house? Hey! I cannot. I'm now going higher, further. Yes. So, God is looking for a Canadian church, which is not, which is not going to be lukewarm. Amen. Amen. And you'll be better off. Because God is having the taste buds for hot or cold. There are some foods that you you would enjoy them when they are cold. Yeah, there are certain things I put in the fridge to to make cold. You see, I'll give you have you drank Coca Cola that is not cold before? You know, we have an outreach for prisoners and we buy food for them. We, we buy um, every, on certain occasions, and actually I think we are even doing it every month. All right. And um, we buy rice and chicken, fried rice and chicken for every prisoner in the city of Accra. Wow. In the, in the police stations and with cook and I insist that cook should be frozen the day before and given to the prisoners ice cold so that they enjoy it Jesus said I was in prison you didn't, you didn't mind if Jesus was in prison would you, would you have given him lukewarm cook wouldn't you, wouldn't you have given him cold 
cook. Yeah. Chilled cook. Yes. What do you think? Yeah. So Coca-Cola that is neither hot nor cold. It's just it's just room temperature. It tastes not the same. Ah, so I think you would have got a good example. So you understand the coke one. The food you don't understand because you've been eating lukewarm food. But at least the coke, we are on the same, what do you call it? I prefer not to have a coke than to have a coke that is warm. It's when it's cold that is nice. Yeah. So Christianity, yes, we are Christians, but we need to be heated up. We need to be heated up. You see? And not just accepting to just be there. We are okay in name. No. We must accept to rise up with strength and be hot. For God. Yes, Amen. I've been a full-time Christian, full-time minister since I was in secondary school. Mm. Oh yes. Full-time ministry is not being receiving a salary. Mm. Salary is not full-time ministry. Salary is an unfortunate definition. Of full-time ministry. When I was going to the university, I went to university in October 1982. When I was going to the university, I went to the gardens to wait on God in prayer from for the whole three months long vacation, summer holidays, waiting on God. For I was entering university. So I was walking through the gardens, botanical gardens we have in Accra. I was walking up and down, praying. Praying. I never prayed even once for my academic work. I never prayed for a husband, uh, say a husband, a wife. <laughs> I never prayed for to do well in school. I prayed for the work of God and what I was going to do in university. Yeah. It's in university that I started the ministry, Lighthouse. Lighthouse was started when I was in school. The Lighthouse you are enjoying was started when I was a a student. Yeah. So when you tell me, Brother Dad, take your time. I'm doing it too much. It's not possible. I've been a full-time, without, without salary, but full-time in the ministry. For years and years. Years. Yeah. And I would sit in the, there were trees in the garden. I would sit in a tree. At that time, I didn't know that snakes can be in trees. That snakes like trees. I will sit in, I will climb up the tree and sit in the branch like a monkey. Yes. 
And I'll sit there, balance myself, and sit up in the tree and pray. I was not just a Christian. No. No. Just I'm just just a Christian and so don't do this, don't do this. Okay, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do this, I don't do that. I'm a Christian. No, 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 no. That is why I've enjoyed Christian Christian. You see, one day a brother said to me, he said, You make Christianity exciting. He said to me in the ministry, he said, You had been in another church before. He said that when when it's like ministry, it's like it's like something nice and something exciting. It's very exciting to me what I'm doing. I'm I'm excited. I'm always excited. Yeah. I'm excited. So so those of you find Christianity point like Christianity means don't have a girlfriend. Christianity means don't have a boyfriend. Christianity means don't look at pornography. Christianity means don't smoke. Christianity means don't take drugs. You have missed the way. Yes. You've missed the way. That's, that, 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 is the, that is the lowest, lowest form. It's like life. We have forms of life. Amoeba is one cell. It's alive. Tree or plant, it, says, it has life. Centipedes and millipedes is a form of life. Snakes, lizards, it's a form of life. Monkeys, it's another form of life. Okay, the human beings is a form of life. Human beings have the highest kind of life because we can also speak. Trees are alive, but they don't speak. Lizards and snakes are alive. They communicate, but less. Monkeys will communicate more. Snakes can't even see. They don't even see. They don't need to see. They don't use eyes for much. That's why you, don't, you never see a snake lift up his to look to see who is around and goes back down and continues. No. They know you are coming. They, you rarely step on a snake. They, they don't lift their head to see who is coming. They, they, they don't need to see you. They're, most of them are blind. Yeah. So, there are different higher and higher and higher kinds of life. And the same way, there are higher and higher and higher kinds of Christianity. Yes! You know, there are higher levels. You can have cold, hot, warm. Where you are just fighting not to do certain things. You are at the lowest level. They say, don't listen to this music. They say, don't look at pornography. They say, don't be homosexual. They say, don't drink alcohol. Don't do this. Don't do that. Look, you are at the low level. Yes. We are talking about Psalm 65. Verse 4, blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach thee. We shall be satisfied that he may dwell in in thy courts. That he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness. Goodness. There's goodness in the house of God. We shall be satisfied with goodness. There's nothing like, oh, don't do this in the house. Don't do this in the house. We'll be, it didn't say we shall be scared of the rules in the house. We shall always be conscious of the rules in the house. No. We are rather going to be happy. Happy and satisfied 
with the goodness that is in God's house. Amen. Yes, that's what it means to be a Christian. Amen. But you are, you are maybe operating at a certain low level. So don't do this. They say don't do this. They say I should pay tithes. Hey, I don't have money to. I should pay tithes. I should do this. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't divorce. I should marry. I shouldn't watch this film. I shouldn't listen to this music. I, everything is like you, you, your whole Christianity is about what you should or you shouldn't do. It's fantastic. Can you imagine getting married to a headmistress who is saying to you, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Hey, take your hand from there. Don't stand here. Don't stand here. Don't come here. Will you be happy with that? Brothers, would you like to be married to somebody like that? It's wearing good at the time. Everything you want to do, the person says, hey, when you tell, check the time, what time is it? Do you know where we are? Stop what you are doing. Move the time. It is, it is daytime. A lot of rules. Hey. You will not be happy. And you see that you are not happy. Because all oh, I can't do this. Don't do this. Don't come here. What time have you come? What time do you come? Don't bang the door. Sit up. I know somebody, when he gets to his house, he told me, he said, as I walk through my house, my wife takes a broom and sweeps behind me. The dead that I'm bringing into the house, she sweeps behind me like this. She sweeps as I walk through the house. All my stories are true. Except the ones I tell you are not true. They, they are all true. She sweeps behind me. Don't touch it. Move this here. I've told you here. You cannot be happy. Especially if you are the type that throws your things everywhere. Are you listening to me? I'm talking about something higher. Where you will spend time with God and it will not even occur to you what he has told you not to do. It doesn't even come up. It doesn't even come up. When I'm on a plane and they are serving wine, alcohol, snaps, <laughs> whiskey. I don't know what they serve. I don't know. Don't laugh at me because I don't know their drinks. I don't know that type of drink. When they are served, I don't know what it is. It doesn't even occur to me that, hey, don't take this one. Don't take this. Hey, don't take this. No. When I'm, no, it's not allowed. When they are selling cigarettes, it doesn't occur to me. Be careful. Don't take the cigarette. Don't take. Look, I've passed that stage. Yes. That I'm afraid. Don't do this. Don't. Of course, there are always some things that are more dangerous for you and closer to you. But even those things, they are, it's not. Something that is, that's your whole thought from morning to evening. No, your thought from morning to evening is God and you are serving him. 
So many of us are, when I was praying in the gardens to go to university, do you think I was, my main concern was, don't do this, don't do this. I'm rather praying, moving forward. I've moved into the heated section of, of God's work, or of God. And that heated and hot part is where you are now working for God. You see, Lighthouse is a certain size in Canada, but can be bigger. It can be bigger. You can be a bigger church. Recently, I saw, uh, what do you call it, in Canada, a pastor in Ghana, a a Ghanaian pastor, they have bought an aeroplane for him. A jet. And I don't know if it is true, but if it is true, it cannot be a small church to buy a jet for somebody. Do you know what is a jet? Do you know what is a jet? Yes. Do you know what is a jet? It's not a small thing. So it is, I mean, so it means that you, the church can be bigger and better. So the fact that you are, we are existing in a certain way, doesn't, we shouldn't feel happy with it. Yeah. But it's like you are happy with yourselves. You are happy with yourselves. You know? Because you say, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay is the killer of zeal. Yeah. I'm okay is the killer of every good thing that. God wants to use us for. Amen. Amen. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. Amen. Amen. Danny boy, are you set up? You can't set up? Try. Amen. Amen. I counsel thee to buy gold in the fire. Now, how many know the four temperaments? Phlegmatic, sanguine, choleric, and melancholic. It affects, um, those things affect your personal work and affects your marriage, but it also affects your spirituality, whichever one of the four you are. That's why when we are doing marriage counseling, we go through the temperaments. Because basically, you are marrying a choleric. And what does it mean to marry a choleric woman? What does it mean to marry a choleric man? Or you are marrying a sanguine. What does it mean to marry a sanguine woman? Your house will be untidy all the time. What does it mean to be married to a melancholic woman? She may be sweeping behind you. She may be arranging the house. She may have a lot of rules and regulations. She may not want people to be around you. 
She will say, you out. You, you, you. Away. Claire, hey, 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 hey. Claire from there. She'll be arranging the people. What does it mean to be married to a phlegmatic woman? Easy going. Accepting. No activity when she's having sex. Just lies there as a dead mattress. These are what it means. What does it mean to be married to a choleric woman? She's always taking over as if she's the man. Rude woman with a sharp tongue. She will put you right just now. She'll sort you out. You tell him what you got to tell him. Yeah. Wow. What does it mean to be married to a choleric man? Like you are likely to have a prosperous man, very busy, always, always doing things, working all the time, type of person. Wicked sometimes. <laughs> what does it mean to be married to a melancholic man? Hmm? All right, okay. What does it mean to be married to a melancholic man? Huh? Melancholic men are, they are, they are gifted playing the piano, artists, sacrificial, very loyal. Yeah, very loyal. The melancholics are people who become missionaries. They think a lot, they think about God, what God did for me, what I have to do for God. Yeah, most, most, of the, most of the missionaries are, great missionaries have been melancholics. What does it mean, marry sanguine? He's always happy, always smiling. Can be somebody who can be a bit unfaithful sometimes. What does it be? What does it mean to be married to her? Because their flesh, the sandwich, their flesh, they just they flow their flesh easily. What does it mean to be married to a phlegmatic man, husband, no drive? Even the bulb, you have to change the bulbs in the house. You not get a job. Sometimes they are gentlemen, very nice gentlemen, very kind. They accept anything you do, whatever you don't do, they flow with it. When you're married to a phlegmatic man, it's like you just you just flow along. He doesn't he doesn't mind. You go, you come, you do this, you just his mind is, I can, I can live with it. You don't cook, it's okay. You cook, it's okay. There's food, it's okay. There's no food, it's okay. There's sex, it's okay. No sex, it's okay. It's cool. He's an easygoing guy. But phlegmatics are, he's also usually poor. Phlegmatic man, a very nice man, but poor. Usually poor, because there's no drive. Yeah. So one day, you know, I went to France and I saw a statue in King Louis' uh, palace, Louis XIV, Versailles. And this statue was in the palace and there was a man with a turtle, a tortoise by his, and the statue had written, Le Phlegmatique. Le Phlegmatique. The Phlegmatic, the tortoise. Slow. So when you are a choleric girl and you are married to a phlegmatic man, he can make you crazy. It's like, why don't you move? 
Why don't you move? Are you there or you are going home? So, and, and amazingly, these four things affect ministry. When you have a phlegmatic pastor, he has no drive. Let's move forward. We cannot stay in this way. Melancholic pastor. Melancholic pastor. He said, we are starting at eight. Although people will come at nine, he will start at eight. And if you come at nine, it's too bad. I know one, I know one pastor. When he comes for your wedding, he's officiating your wedding. The wedding is at two. He's there at two. You are not there. He leaves. Oh, yeah. I know a melancholic pastor. He cannot stand if you are overweight. He said, if you are overweight and you are preaching, he cannot listen to you. No, no. It's out of what he can accept. Do you understand? It's outside the things he can he can relate with. Is it amazing? Is it fantastic? Is it wonderful? It's wonderful. Yeah. If you have a sanguine pastor, ah, you'll be happy all the time. Very nice. Very nice, flowing, whatever. Not too organized. Sanguine, their gift is not organization. Yes. One day I visited a sanguine woman's house. And I said, no, 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 no. I've never seen a poverty stricken, but they were not poor. Confusion is what? Confusion. Hey! Yeah. No, sometimes they can't even dress when they are silent. They don't know how to arrange things. They see that they can't, they are safe, they are boys. So I'm just saying that then it comes to the ministry, melancholics, they will become missionaries, use their talents, use their gifts, very loyal people, very faithful. You see? So it's likely that this guy, the one who neither cold nor hot, was a phlegmatic. Yes, le phlegmatic. He doesn't. You see, one day I, I asked a certain phlegmatic pastor, What is in your mind? I asked him, What is in your mind? <laughs> Tell me what is in your mind. And he said to me, One of the things in my mind is that, Why should I run when I can walk? Why should I run when I can walk? Yes. 
Why should I get up when I can sleep? Then the second engine, he, he told me there are three things that are always at work in the phlegmatic. And he's, he's one of our senior pastors. And he was, he was very honest. He said, look, this is what we are suffering from. This is what, we have three problems. And the first problem is that it occurs to you, why should I run? Like, why should I work harder when I can work less? Yes. And that is why when people are given money, opportunities to even get more money, when it's a phlegmatic, he would rather choose to rest rather than to work harder. Yes. I've been on the move since early this morning, since last night. Every day I'm preaching. There's no rest for me, for the whatever. I'm on, on, and on, and on, and on. But somebody will say, oh, I have to rest now, take a break, take it easy. And it will make me come. This is the third camp I'm having in a row. It will make me have, like, it will take me about three weeks to do what I'm doing in two weeks. Yeah. That's a reality. So, why run? When I can walk. This is the first problem. Second problem is, he said, he described it, he said it's inertia. It's like to move. No. It's, 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 like, it's like a major event, a major effort to move. Yes. Inertia. Yes. And to make the thing hot rather than cold or lukewarm. It's like a major now, such a person can be educated. He still he has sex. He's married. He's everything. But these are the problems that he's having, and it affects us in the ministry and the work of God. Yeah. 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 And then the third engine, which is working, is that he said that there is a mind that there is nothing I can't endure. It's like I can take it. So it's like if your wife doesn't cook, it's not that I can take it. If she behaves like so I can take it. If the church doesn't grow, I can take it. If there's no musician in the church, I can take it. If, if the church doesn't really work, I can take it. If I have to preach to only three people, it's okay. I can, I can handle it. They can take it. It's like whatever bad thing there is, I can, I can handle it. That is why a lot of people can stay with phlegmatics and a lot of choleris and other some way people have phlegmatics as their best friends. But the phlegmatic can take whatever nonsense you are giving. The person will, will, will flow with it. I can take it. So all the negative things about the ministry and about the church, oh, I can take it. It's not a problem. We can be in it. Like, we can be in a church that doesn't grow. We can be pastors of churches that don't work. Our music can be people that are singing off chord, off key. It's okay. It's they are singing. Yes. Are you listening? Yeah. And so, if you have that mind, you see that something is wrong. 
and nobody is fighting it. When the church has the mind that, why should I run when I can walk? And whatever problem it is, one, one, of, the, one of the phlegmatic, and I met another phlegmatic some years later, and he also went further and explained further. He said that, waiting man no see before. What, what has a man not seen before? I can handle it. Yes. Yes. The grapher, the grapher. So what is written is written. Whatever will happen will be. Yes. Are you with me? When you, when you do that, you never take ministry to the level. You never take church to the level you ought to take it. You never take your spiritual life to the level you ought to take it. You just accept everything at the lowest level or the most average level, which is very bad. Which God says, I say, I don't like it. If you, that's why you know me. I don't, I don't, I don't, 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 don't bother to serve me food. Don't, don't try to serve anything to me. Because I don't want to reject it. And I have those who do that for me. Who are trained to do that. Because you may bring, you think you've brought the nicest fish. Beautiful fish. That you bought from the Canadian Sea. (laughs) Yes, you caught it for me. You brought it. Special whatever it is. And, and yes, whatever you've put, whatever in it, but there is not, is that when I, when I even touch it like that, you see that it is not hot. That alone, even though it's the best fish of, Can, of Canada, I say, I can't eat it. Hmm. Yeah. And God is saying, yeah. look, this type of half and half church. This type of half and half Christianity. Just take it like that. Serving of God. Take it this way. And so we things don't work, but it's okay. Just accept whatever. Some, most, you are a pastor. Most of the people don't pay tithes. Just, we just take it like that. We just, everything is okay. Just, I mean, flow with everything. Things are a certain way and we are just okay with it. Oh, this Canada. Oh, this Europe. Oh, this is what you know. It's not like Ghana over here. Over here, this. Over here, that. I didn't accept over here, this, and over here, that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I came to Europe, live in the Western world in a certain sense. Before many of you came in, I can see from your picture, you are not originally most of you from here. True or not true? true? Yeah. You know, some years ago I was in London and I said, no. Everybody I knew had backslidden. Hmm. But you see, a phlegmatic would just take it out. Oh, that's London. That is London. When you ask for London, you backslide. I said, no. no. We will not backslide. And I went around every single person I knew. I took a Kenneth Hagin book and gave to everybody. I said, read it. I go to their houses. Take it. Those who say they could not come to church, I went to their houses to bring them from their houses to church. And I just accept everything as half, half baked, half whatever. I don't accept things like that. Hallelujah. 
One day we were having a church meeting, and then they were mm. after church they were come, they came to serve chicken. Mm. So when they put the chicken in front of me, I, I told somebody, put it to the side. I said, Who who is the one who made this? Then they told me the name. I said, After when the visitors go, call the person. So when the visitors when I they called and I said, Cut this chicken, cut it and see. This chicken is deep freezer. Deep freezer water chicken. Yes. There is two. When you bite it, you are you are chewing the water from the deep freezer in your mouth. Yes. It's not seasoned. There's no taste. You see, by a phlegmatic, he will eat. There's no taste. It's, it's okay. So why, why, why should I? I can't. I, I can't. I can take it. I can take it. I can take it. And God can take it. God, he says, I will spit. He will clear his tongue. And you'll be shocked. You know, you people. One of the reasons why people don't do well is when somebody gives his standards, you try to do something different. Yes. Try, you see, you, you must know that you don't know everything. If you marry me and it's like, this is what you are, I say, look, my darling, let, let, let me explain. I've been married for 32 years. I don't eat this kind of food. Just you have to understand it. Yeah, just that's the way it is. Yeah, but I mean, well, my, my former marriage was. Hey, you see now, you are going into the you are going into the wrong direction now. You're going the wrong direction. It's not going to work. Just take it like that. I say I don't like it. And God is saying He doesn't like the half baked Christianity. Oh, this Canadian Christianity. This is how lighthouses in Canada. You just have to take it like that. This is how it is in Canada. When I was in, in England, they said, oh, we don't preach. We don't do this. We don't do that. I said, look, we will do it. I went on the buses. I don't think you have those upstairs and downstairs buses. Do you have some of those ones here? Yeah, we have it upstairs and downstairs. The red, the red ones. Yeah. I started preaching on the buses. Everybody sitting down quietly, looking outside. I got up, stunned by. Everybody look. Hmm? I said, I got a message from the Lord. Yeah. Jesus gave it to me for you. And I preached to them. Afterwards, one guy came and said, I admire your courage, but I don't think you got but I don't think you got very far. <laughs> yeah. But it shows, even if I didn't get very far, it shows that I was not accepting that as Christians we cannot preach. Amen. And today, I'm also not accepting a lot of things. That's why we went to Liberia for crusade. Is anybody here from Liberia? 
Ah, beautiful. You know when we were going to Liberia? All this place, there's no airports. There's no airports. There are no places. There's no hotels. Yeah, there's no hotel. <coughs> you see, when somebody is hurt mm. or wounded, the person is available to be comforted mm. in various ways. Mm. Yes. It's when people are hurt, they are very vulnerable. True. So, true. so God is taking you as a vulnerable, like somebody who will do anything. Anything they tell you. Do this. Mm, okay. Do this. It's like because you are, you, are, you are hurt. You are vulnerable. And you are flowing in God's hand. Not somebody who is stiff. They touch you. So, oh, what is that? What do you mean? When they call you, say, my head. The Lord has called thee as a woman. What do you think the Bible, when the Bible says Jesus Christ is the bridegroom mm. and the church is his bride? Wow. Who wants to marry a dead bride? Mm. Feeling less bride. No way. No way. You know, one day I was in Mozambique. We were staying in a hotel. And I don't know whether the walls of the hotel are made of cardboard. <laughs> hey! Yeah. As we were walking by the corridor, and we had and you see, I was everybody there was a married person. They, they stood in amazement. <laughs> we can hear from inside. <laughs> They, they, were, they were shocked. They were shocked. Is it real? Never heard anything like that before. Yes. Go and see. You see, Christians just there. God should be there. We are also here. We don't even know what is this God. That's why when people tell brother, Dad, take your time. Take your time with Christianity. You are taking it too far. You are taking it too far. Why are you sending missionaries to this country? Why are you sending missionaries here? What is all these places you are going to? I should take my time. No, you, brother, are the one who needs to sit up and change. And it's the same thing in marriage. You'll be surprised that a husband is going to look for small, small girls. You'll be criticized. Why is he going to do this? You find out and you see why are they looking for small, small girls? It is this. Look, one day a certain husband he wore his pajamas. <laughs> he wore his pajamas. And then he came to the bedroom. Then suddenly his wife was lying down and she turned. And she saw him wearing his nice Marks and Spencer pajamas. <laughs> and she asked. Then she suddenly she saw something on his hands. 
white powder. So she said, ah, what is this white powder? And he said, it is aspirin for your headache. headache. He's like, I'm ready for you. I'm ready for whatever you say. Aspirin for your headache. Look, thy maker is thy husband. Thy maker is thy husband. Thy maker is thy husband. He wants Doug to be, he touches Doug and I'm flowing. I make noise, I cry. He wants me to cry. you are a sister, you, you never cry. Yeah, it's like you that you are feeling less. Yes. No feelings, no movement, no life. Hardness. All about you is hard. 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 God is taking the Canadian church. You see, I can say, if you ask me about Canada and about the church here, all I can say about the church here is that there's nothing much to say about the church. Uh Yes, if you ask me, what, what can I say about Canada church? There's nothing, I can't say anything very bad about the church. I can't say anything very good about the church. Yeah. 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 True. I can't say like if you ask me, what what could you say about the Canadian church? I can't say anything very bad about the church. I can't say anything very good about the church. It is a church. It is there. For years and years and years. You, you yourself, is that not what you say about yourselves? Huh? Can we say that it's a wild church that is really growing? Can we say it's a wild church that even it's not growing, but it, maybe it has this other powerful aspect that it, it does? Or can we say that it's doing this or that? There's nothing, there's nothing unique we can say about you. Let's say maybe you are not even maybe growing much or doing whatever. Maybe you are a financial powerhouse that you really support the gospel or that we have a lot of healing. Jesus partners here. I mean, there are some, there are some churches I could say they don't have much. They are not good, but it's like they, they really support the work. Really. Yeah. Pay for things. There's that, there's that. There's, there, the last time I came here, I was, I was doing some healing Jesus fundraising. It cost me more to come here than the offering that we, we, we got from the time that we were here. Yes, it was more expensive to come here than to come and... I should have even called on the phone. Now, hello there, we need help for healing Jesus who said. Yes. It's true. 
can't say you don't exist. You exist. True or not true? True. I can't say you don't exist. You exist. If I say you don't exist, I say oh, it's, it's it's too bad. It's, I mean, it's really ice cold. Like in Europe, the church doesn't exist. In Europe, there's ninety nine percent. They say there's no God. They don't believe in church. They don't believe in God. That's Europe for you. That's that's Europe. Let's say Africa. You know what can you say about the church in Africa? It's there. It's alive. It's a lot of people. Maybe they don't have this. They don't have that. Or even if the church is there, maybe it hasn't affected the morals and the the honesty and so on of the people. Because a lot of people go to church and a lot of people do a lot of things. That's what you can say about it. But at least it's a strong church. It's big. It's working. But all these problems are also there. What can you say about Europe? The church always doesn't exist. Church in Europe is an immigrant thing. If you're an immigrant, you go to church. Uh, people from the country don't go to church there. Do you get it? Yeah. Are you still here? Yeah. Are you still here? Yeah. yeah, be here, be here, be here. Be here. What can I say about lighthouse in Canada? I can't say you don't exist. I can't say you have a, a bad church with evil things. You are criticized or you are disloyal. No, there's nothing bad like that. There's nothing particularly good about the church. It's just a church. It's just there. And it's been there for a long time. Turning point. I can show you churches that are small, like a small church like Canada, that have given millions of dollars in light of millions. When I say millions, I mean millions of dollars. Yes. What can I say about the church in South Africa? It's a big church. It's a growing church. Healing, they, they supported healing Jesus greatly. All healing Jesus was able to stand in South Africa and operate from there. Yes. And all their things, their pastors, the infrastructure, everything that is very solid there. Mm. Yes. But what can I say about Canada? Like they are a financial, there's nothing. Yes, nothing. I can't say anything about it. It's a power, whatever we feel, something or some people here are really helping this or that. We can't. We're just there. Has it really grown? Has it a lot of people now? I'd rather hear that people are buying private jets. And, and not that we should buy a private jet, but it's also revealed. It's not like the pastor who's bought a private, they bought a private jet for his birthday. He started the church in 2011, 2016. Yes. Wow. Are you there or you are going home? Amen. Amen. Are you following the message? Yes. Hey. What can we say about the church in Canada? What would you say about it? If somebody called you from London, how is the church? Of what you say, oh, we are there. We are there. It's okay. 
And I think what Bishop is saying about the fact that it's okay is the killer of heat. It's very, very serious. We are, we are a church. We know ourselves. It's a nice family. When is your outdooring day come? When is your wet baby shower day come? So it's like you've created a nice social center for social activities. So we say it's okay. But what we have to wake up to the fact that it is not okay. It's not okay. It is not okay. Is it growing? Is it opening more branches? Have we spread across the length and breadth of Canada? Are the churches as they have gone, are they doing well? You see, sometimes there are, there are some responses which are like, how is it? It is working. I don't know where we got it from. It is working. It's powerful. It's great. We are doing our best. They are killing the heat. Yeah. Amen. So, it's going to change. It's going to change. And God willing, tomorrow we are going to continue or today, it's actually today. We're continuing. And um, I want you to pray about it yeah. as we go to sleep, okay? Yeah. And uh, ask yourself, listen, um, what can I do? Pastors, there are more pastors here now. How many are pastors? Raise your hands. Pastors, raise your hands. All these people are pastors. Pastors in Canada, yeah. No, you have to. I'm preaching to you also, huh? Not also, mainly. 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 Mm. And I'm glad, I'm so glad. I, I don't know what made me see that small jet pastor, uh, church buys jet for Canada. I was just looking at the news. I don't know what made me see, but God drew my attention. He's trying to show that a Ghanaian can do, do something here that is quite big. Mm. A Ghanaian. Yep. Can take the thing to World Cup. Yes. Yeah. Or a black person. Or whatever color you are. Can. But we have accepted something small. Alright? But a change is coming. Yes. And God is going to bless us mightily. Take out your offering. Let us pray over it. Offering to you don't give. I you don't give. It's changing, changing. Is it changing? Yes. Take out your offering. We are going to come at 6.30. Listen, I want to ask you to do something. There's, there's a good reason for, for that. I know the timing is not the whatever, but you need to adjust yourselves. So, yeah, you have enough break for but we didn't come here for breaks we came here for the camp so so I want you to be very alert and flexible alright and uh, God is going to bless us is, is your music working now okay
All right. Glory to God. You guys are doing a great job. So 6.30, 6.30, starts. But we will end at 8, 8.30. Around 8 we end. And then we'll take a break. So that's when you sleep. Okay. So please, make sure that you are here. 6.30. It's going to be a powerful blessing. Ida, now. Uh, Ashes, you can receive the offering and bring the back to the front when you finish.
Powerful, isn't it? Wow, how many of you can say the, the first night?